welcome to Flow with the Funk. My name is Michelle, aka Flo, aka the Funky Celebrant. This is a podcast aimed at anyone and everyone interested in love, ceremony and celebration. I don't care if you're half of or a whole couple looking for inspiration, friends, family or a supplier. This podcast is for you. Hello and welcome back to Flow with the Funk. Um, today I'm joined by another one of my funky friends and funky suppliers, Natalie Solanke from Natalie Solanke Weddings. She's a wedding planner extraordinaire as well as an all-round awesome human being. So we're going to talk about wedding planners today, what one is and why do you need one. So Natalie, over to you. <laughs> what are you and what do you do? <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So yes, I'm Natalie Solanke Weddings. I am a wedding planner. Um, and what I do is there's, there's a few things that wedding planners can do and it depends on the style of wedding that you're having I suppose so if you I specialize in back garden backyard weddings um so basically you've got a field and you want to start from scratch so I would um assist you on all the technical side of things so planning weddings seems really beautiful really lovely to pick flowers and cakes and things like that but then in the background you've got to have someone that needs to sort out generators and toilets and all those things that aren't so fun, but just also as important to make sure the day runs really smoothly. Um, but also be there um, as a, another confidence, really. So I know sometimes weddings can get a little bit stressful for couples if they're big. There's a lot of family, there's a lot of friends, there's a lot of ideas flying around. And as much as you really want to take them all on and say, thank you, thank you, thank you, sometimes they're not your cup of tea. Um, so it's always good to, you know, have someone to talk um, uh, neutrally uh, about ideas and how you see it working and then see if we can work it out from there um i think wedding planners a lot of venues have wedding planners already or coordinators and that's fantastic but if you are looking for a style of wedding that's very diy which there's a lot of venues out there at the moment that are barns diy barns um like i say back garden weddings or if you've got a farmer's field definitely have someone that's got the experience um in running an event like this from scratch um, and then you don't have to clock watch. You don't even wear to have to wear a watch on the day. It should be all down to you turning up, enjoying it, having someone that you know is sort of watching what's you know what's happening. And you know, it's also there for the timers as well. So I don't know how many times you've been to a wedding where the uh, the drinks reception's gone on a bit too long, mm. and people are like, oh, "What's what's going on next?" So it's always good to have someone that can sort of see that and uh, and move things on if need be talk to the chef uh, and go from there but it's a ton of fun it, it, it honestly is I love it I wouldn't change it for the world I don't think I, I think I said before that I have been in and out of the wedding industry for quite a while but I've worked from the bottom so I've been a waitress at weddings and um, you know then working at a venue doing coordinations and then now I'm sort of at the forefront of people coming to me and asking me questions about how to do this is this a good supplier and I think being in the industry for just over 12 years don't look it I look so young <laughs> a bit like me <laughs> look so young <laughs> it's really good that I've got amazing supplies that are class as friends to be honest with you now yeah. um, and you know that I'd never let a couple down so if you were to put them forward it's there's no there's no issues is there there's no stress so yeah, that's that's one of the main things I'd say um, about getting a wedding coordinator or wedding planner is that they're there to help, um, yeah. they're there for guidance, they're there to 
they've got the experience they've seen things you know that work and don't work so I think it's a, a good thing really yeah cool so you mentioned you've been in the industry for for 12 years so what what made you get into the industry then it's uh I take it you you started at school you're so young <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I definitely knew I wanted to um party plan from a young age I think yeah. every birthday party from the age of 11 was planned cool <laughs> <laughs> oh I did my prom as well um and then I went to Colchester Institute um and studied hospitality management at the chef centre yeah. and um from there there was there was a, a module about wedding planning and then I thought oh yeah I like this and yeah. then it happens as I was getting into my foundation degree year I managed to get myself a, a coordinating job yeah. at a venue in Suffolk and it just sort of went from there basically um knew I enjoyed it but then it wasn't just the coordination side it was the sales side so it was the show rounds it was learning on the job you know how it works um basically managing people at the age of 18 and, yeah. and managing adults at the age of 18 was an eye-opener I think yeah. so yeah but you you've got an air of fun and authority about you as well and people just want to listen to you <laughs> so it's like, I know I remember the first time I met you uh, down at Jimmy's farm when we first worked on a wedding together down there and it's just this person bounced into the room and it was just like yes <laughs> energy <laughs> and then we started talking it's like yeah we're on the same wavelength and how yeah. can we work together to make sure that this couple get the most amazing experience ever and I think as a wedding supplier obviously as a celebrant and a wedding planner you've got to have that connection haven't you so yeah you can not you can work with other suppliers but that you can work with your couples as well and I think when that connection is there it's just like yes the sun comes out <laughs> I think um, from from when I was 18, starting off in the wedding industry, the wedding industry has changed yeah. so much. So, for example, when my mum and dad got married, it was the town hall in London and it was, you know, all the bridesmaids, all the groomsmen, and it was a three-course meal and it was wine or, you know, it was, that's what they did back then. So yeah. it was very, not rigid, it is what they wanted, but there wasn't many options. Now... Yeah. There is so many options. Now you could have um, anything for your wedding breakfast. There is, I mean, like I say, I, I, I'm currently at Jimmy's farm at the moment and the barbecue platters are out of this world. They are. There are weddings now that want um, picky teas, for example, you know, afternoon teas. Like, right. like I put like a tea party, basically. Yeah. Um, and three-course meals, roast dinners still. Yeah. So there's a couple for every style and people want to get married abroad and they just want a reception there's there's couples that really want to make their service as you know as personable as possible so you know the legal part is important however making it more about the couple is also important as well so you just kind of got to speak to that couple and figure out what their main motivation is for their day yeah. uh, what they envision their day to look like um, how many people for example and you've got to be flexible as a wedding um specialist in whatever you do you've you've got to listen to what they want mm. flexible to a certain extent and see if you can make it happen um but you know back in the day it wasn't there there wasn't the options there yeah so do, do you find that most people come to you 
as a, as a completely blank sheet or are they coming to you with a whole host of ideas that you you'll sat there thinking yeah i can do that I can do that but we can't do that how, how do they approach you they they say well we're looking to have a wedding in my uncle's back garden and then that is it that is yeah. all they've got and yeah. they have no idea what the next step is yeah. um or they come to me at, at jimmy's farm and say we love the look at jimmy's farm um what you know what's the details what what can we do to move forward and i think it's it's when you initially have that that sit down with them and say things are possible and this is how we should progress yeah after i think yeah. so it's all about i suppose you know wedding coordinators and venues we're right at the forefront of planning yeah because um, they may have already thought about getting married in the church or having a ceremony on site so when you've got those two things already sorted it's then everything else just rolls into place mm. so yeah there's a lot of knowledge to put together a wedding and a, and a day it is almost like a broadway show a broadway mm. show couple, which is which is quite nice it, it can be hard work um emotions do run high sometimes yeah you be it's that human element especially right now you know with covid19 i can't thank all my couples enough for just being patient because you know we've we've only got that information that we see on telly yeah. <laughs> on a weekly basis as well so you know it's it's the human element of the job you've just got to be patient be kind um and kind of yes that is going to work and no that isn't going to work and not not give mixed messages yeah i think when you're doing something like this it's so emotionally charged and emotionally invested by all parties yeah. i love what i do so I, emo I almost emotionally invest my time into the day as well. Yeah, I think we do. When we care, we do because we want to make their experience, the whole wedding experience. And it's not just the day, is it? It's all the build up to the day. Yeah. We want to make that whole wedding experience the best experience ever and take away as much stress as possible. Yeah. So, you know, I, I certainly operate in the same way. Um, and I know my husband Kev is a wedding photographer will operate in the same way as well mm -hmm. I know a lot of other suppliers will take as much stress away as they possibly can so talk me through a kind of like a, a typical start to finish with a, a wedding planner I mean if somebody's having a church wedding for instance and then a, a reception in uncle's back garden yeah. are you involved in in all of the organization before the church and including the church or are you just involved in the organization when they've left the church and going to the uncle's back garden again it depends on what the the bride or groom wants really yeah. so there may there's there's coordinate coordinators out there that run you know will be at the church because the church also you know the, the actual marriage is very important that's why you're there in the first place so there is couples that will want to, um, like I say, put on a production. They they will have choir singers. They might have musicians. They might have a Linda David Hall moment that needs coordinated. Yeah. So, yeah, if I need to be at the church, I'll be at the church. Yeah. It's a bit of a venue. If you, I need to be at a venue for a civil ceremony or a celebrant ceremony to ensure yeah. that sometimes you get me to press that button, don't you, for music? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I know you're there, it's like, yes, you're in charge of yeah. music. <laughs> <And> you're like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And in the morning of the wedding, I'm there welcoming some clients on site anyway, making sure that the, the, the chef has got the electricity that they've got, they've got the equipment that's all there. Normally they'll be there the day before to like drop things off, but you know, the florist needs to know where they're going or parking, 
your cake lady or cake person needs to know where they're, where they're going and it's all set up. So absolutely, we, every couple is different. So there is wedding packages that they can book, mm. but there is, there's ways around and timings and making sure it all, all works out and all pans out really. So, and like I say, the bride's groom will be getting ready upstairs. They're not going to want to know what the kitchen's doing. They're not yeah. going to know, you know, the... The, the brass players are running late on the M25 coming up from London. They don't, they, yeah. I would not have them. Yeah. They don't know. So, yeah, absolutely. Start to finish if they need it. Yeah. But they can use me for a little, as little as they, as they need. They might just want me to coordinate the day and they've planned it. They just yeah. want someone to timings, then then that'll be it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, a, a typical day for you then, if you are doing everything so say we're doing a, a jimmy's farm wedding um you're what what kind of hours are you working are you there from about eight o'clock to about 11 o'clock at night or yeah yeah, yeah. it can be a long day but yeah. i suppose when you love what you do yeah uh, yeah and especially when you build up that that connection with the couple you don't want to let them so but yeah my typical day is i would turn up about half past eight in the morning um eight o'clock um maybe do a bit of paperwork yeah. uh, then get in um and then i think guests normally they come in the morning sometimes because we're open mm. you know they can come at nine o'clock they can have breakfast so you might find some guests who are already on site and they're having a chat and they start the day early mm. um right at the groom would turn up and the bridal groom would turn up about an hour before the service yeah. and guests would then turn up so i'd need to be there welcoming people knowing where they're parking turning up yeah. um, throughout the ceremony making sure that you know the music's timed yeah. um, the chef's okay with canapes to go the bar guys are good to go and their drinks as well um, straight after the ceremony um and just timing the afternoon as well because um you know photography is really important i think yeah. videography yeah. photography these are your memories mm. and i that to couples you know start straight after they've booked the venue they've booked the celebrant um photography and videographer is the next thing yeah flowers cake then rings and that sort of thing because those those people get booked up depends on how good you are i suppose um so yeah i just think for on a day-to-day basis i think when you get into the afternoon during the drinks reception they will forget about time and I want them to forget about time, but then I also need to make sure that people aren't standing around, like I said before, mm. um, bored. You can't get bored at Jimmy's Farm anyway. No, there's too much minute, to do. <laughs> and what's next? I, you know, I throw them in with the animals. So, yeah. <laughs> And then it's dinner time. So, yeah. And then, yeah, I normally stay until about the first dance. So everything that needed to be planned and organised and, and set behind the scenes, it might seem really easy going. Mm. So relaxed out the front. There's still things that need to be done behind the scenes to, to be on point and hot food coming out of the kitchen, for example. So um, I don't tend to be the one that shouts at people say, right, everybody in for dinner. I normally get like a, a groomsman yeah. or something like that because I normally go, who's that random person with the afro shouting at everybody? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's good to keep the human element. Um, yeah. About the family, it's not about you as a supplier. It's about yeah. the couple, I find. And I think... People like someone that's maybe a little bit more modest and, and it not too showy. Mm. So, but that's just my experience, I think. I've worked with other coordinators at venues and um, sometimes they're quite rigid and that might work for, you know, some couples. So, but I think the style of weddings that I do and the, the couples that I end up meeting are so relaxed. It, it yeah. just works. 
I think. Yeah. And when you have a connection with someone, it's going to work. So. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, this, this, ladies and gents, listening to this podcast, this is what you're paying for. It's not just the day, it's all the planning that goes into creating that day and making it look so seamless for you. And it's tiring work. <laughs> it but is. We also, you, say what, sorry? It's two years in the making sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and it's tiring work, but we do it with such grins on our faces because, I don't know, when you love something so much, it, it's not yeah. work, is it? But you know, you've done, you know you've been there for the day by the time you've finished <laughs> and you've been exactly. on your feet all day. <laughs> it's like, yes. Yeah. Actually, I think it's quite a privilege to do something like this because yeah. although it is tiresome, you know, it's not... It's, it's a physical job. I wouldn't say I'm like, uh, you know, hitting a sledgehammer against some rock or something like that. You know, there is a lot of harder jobs out there. And it, it is just a pleasure. This job, I'm very lucky. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of people in the industry are self-employed and they pay for their own way through hard work. Yeah. I think. And pure determination. Not sure how I've got to where I am. Like, just, just don't stop. Yeah. Just say yes to opportunities, Michelle. Not yeah. that you know what I'm doing, so. <laughs> I say yes to as many opportunities as I possibly can. <laughs> Have you ever walked abroad? Um, no, I haven't actually. Love to. Yeah. Love to, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. I've had couples that live abroad. Yeah. And then wanting to plan a wedding in the UK. Um, yeah. uh, it has its challenges because you can only talk through Skype at the time. Zoom wasn't around. I think yeah. it's a COVID thing. Yeah. I know they've been around for a while, but it seems all new. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's very difficult because you've then got to go and find a venue on their behalf with some friends as well. So um, they're kind of relying on you to give you as much information as possible. I also had a couple who were living in New Zealand and wanted to have a look at Jimmy's farm. So I ended up doing a bit more of like a, a virtual show round for them and sent it through WhatsApp. And then lo and behold, two weeks later, lockdown happens and all venues are having to do it anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I think... Um, yeah, technology is, is is very good, I think, for the industry if we can utilise it properly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so working it's happened, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So the dreaded C word. Mm. How, how's it um how's it do you think gonna affect weddings in the future? Or the immediate future? In the immediate future, again, we we've already got the information that we've been told on a weekly basis. Waiting for that call, mm. waiting for that call. And I, I think I said before, thank you so much to all couples that are speaking with me at how patient you're being. Mm. Uh, you know, kindness is key. Being calm is key because we only know as much as you can. Um, communication is really important. If you're at home, brides, grooms, whoever you are, if you, you've booked somewhere and there is a niggling thought in your mind, just get out. Just speak to her because the more you sit on it, the more upset you're going to feel and the more the situation's got to be seen bigger than actually what it is. Mm. It might be over the food, you know, next year is the food going to, you know, be different or just talk to us. Mm. It might seem silly to you, but you're not in the industry. It's not your line of work. So you wouldn't know these things. Mm. So yeah, immediate future is very difficult because at the moment, social distance is still in place. Mm. Um, no, in Australia, they've started doing some weddings, mm. a lot smaller. So that gives us hope, I think. Um, so I think it would just be a, a lower amount of guests. 
um, her wedding. I think at the moment, Suffolk registrars are still, if you're already pre-booked, um, they're allowed ceremonies of two for the bride and groom and two two friends. Yeah, the two plus two ceremonies. Yeah, yeah. But um, and we got uh, we can't take any new bookings on for this year because our restaurant's still not open. Yeah, and we don't know how many people we can welcome on site at any one time at the moment. Mm. So it's it's difficult. We don't know. Mm. We just we're just rolling with the flow. I think at the moment. Mm. Um, and then we'll see what happens next year. I hope COVID nineteen will be around now. It's like the flu. Mm. In my eyes, I think it'll be as long as we can find a vaccine, mm. um, like your annual flu jab. I hope. Yeah. I hope. And then things can get back to what it might have looked like before. Yeah. Um, I do feel that venues that are very open and outside are very lucky. Yeah. Because there'll be come a time where weddings are allowed, but you're only allowed a certain amount of people in one room mm. or space. And it depends on how open that space is. So marquees will probably become a lot more popular. Mm. Gardens become a lot a lot more popular. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I can see that sort of happening moving forward. Yeah. I, th- I think weddings are going to, for a while at least, be much more intimate. Mm. Um, which a, cuts down on costs for couples, which is... A bonus for them but not necessarily for us because it means they don't necessarily want to use all of all of the suppliers but i think that as a as a celebrant i'm going to be looking at a lot more kind of what i'd class as an elopement kind of ceremony where there's literally less than 10 people present and yeah. that is going to be I, I haven't done many of those and i think that's going to be quite fun to do smaller weddings because it's a different dynamic than having to project myself to 100 people to just talk quietly to a group of 10. Yeah. I think it might open up a few more spaces around the farm as well that we can use. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that'd be be quite interesting to have a look at that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So what's happening at the farm apart from Steve McQueen and his great escape? He's still escaping, apparently. Is he? (laughs) Because you guys aren't there, keep him in his pen. There's been times and show rounds like showing couples around and he's sitting on the edge of his pen and I'm looking at him like you need to get back in there before I come over <laughs> <laughs> for anybody that's listening to this that hasn't watched Spring at Jimmy's Farm um the series has finished now I think it was on Channel 4 wasn't it so yeah. hopefully you can still catch it on catch up Steve yeah. McQueen is a meerkat who keeps escaping out of his pen and for the whole four episodes he kept everybody so amused with his you know his, his great escape um and like say Natalie's saying it's because there's nobody going to the farm yeah. he's he's bored <laughs> we need to get back <laughs> yeah, sure and there was actually if anybody wants to watch it absolutely by all means we watch it but there was a point there was a part where he was um they caught him with the net and he got out of the net I was raucously laughing in my living room it was very funny to watch yeah. But yeah, it's 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 quiet down at the farm. Yeah, um, things are starting to open though, so there's hope for um, our shops because yeah. we've got the farm. We've obviously got the restaurant and things like that. We've got a whole host of um, shops. We've got the butchery. We've just got the potting shed, which is now open. Yeah, um, plants and things like that. So we are trying to get back to normality, but safety first. Yeah. You know, safe normality. Yeah. Um, I'm still doing show rounds there. I'm now, I'm now doing show rounds um, twice a month on yeah. site. Completely contactless. So we speak over the phone beforehand. 
quote that sort of thing mm. um it gives you a chance to have a look at the venue um but i'm just hoping this year let it be yeah. this year 2021 yeah restrictions yeah. <laughs> please and i noticed the marquee this year is um they've actually put doors on it yeah that looks yeah. really cool yeah. it looks amazing yeah so put in um a an amazing flooring so it's got wooden flooring there it's all raised yeah completely so it's all ready for our lovely yeah. um april may brides and moving forward so but unfortunately it's just for me to do show rounds in at the moment so um invested heavily over the winter period there's a new bar in there yeah uh, doors are in there uh the herb garden looks beautiful as yeah. well so um yeah i hope we can just welcome people back sooner rather than later really do and the glamping's coming as well isn't it yeah so we've been working um with the company for yeah just over the year and it's just it's actually just letting couples know the idea yeah. that they can if they wanted to yeah. um might not be for everybody but the option's there and it, they're so beautiful the bell tents aren't yeah. they they're curious yeah no I, I really seriously think that all the suppliers should be checking them out <laughs> Yeah. Before we let them do so on any couples, just to make sure that they are as comfortable as they look. <laughs> At the end of all this, you know, a bit of a downtown. You know, <laughs> marshmallow type, just a bit of a chill out, I think, get through yeah. it. No, like, it, it, it does look amazing. I mean, I mean, I followed Jimmy's story from, from the start, from when, you know, his first um, TV series on the BBC and when he planted a vegetable patch but hadn't put any... Um, protective netting around it and all the rabbits ate it overnight <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> yeah and and then you know i've been involved with so many weddings down at the farm over the yeah. years it's brilliant and then i throw you into the equation as well and it's just a pleasure to come to the farm every time i have to come to the farm and i've, I've got to know the staff i've got to, to yeah. know you and it's just like i every time somebody rings me up and says oh you know you've been recommended by natalie down at the farm my heart just like yes it's just Good. i can't wait to come back and work there because it's i just beautiful. love coming there it's and yeah it's great isn't it <laughs> it's a very unique venue for sure because yeah. the nice thing about it is it is it is it's an attraction and yeah. it's an attraction you can visit you know year on year anniversary families grow yeah. come down do it picnic that sort of thing so no it is lovely i've been i've been with them coming up a year and a half now so oh, wow. yeah it's gone really quick and and the things that have happened over the last sort of 18 months or so are phenomenal yeah. um you know weddings used to take place in the education hub which was mm. the poly mm. now they've got that amazing marquee at the end of the herb garden yeah but then you know the registry in the roundhouse or they can have a, a little ceremony in the roundhouse still yeah what at hagrid's hollow yeah <laughs> 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 and um yeah you've got the ancient woodlands as well which you've done a few weddings in there I've, I've done one wedding in there um we were looking at doing another one in there but i think we've had to rule it out just because of um the infirmity of a couple of the um older guests yeah um but yeah it would be nice to have a that raised a good point so yeah i think it make it more accessible to be able to go up there but you know, we're all not superhumans. We're going to bit by bit of a new. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, it's just how it's transformed over the last two years is just absolutely amazing. And it's, 
yeah it's a brilliant place to come so well done to everybody especially you for being a massive part of that transformation so yeah i'm always going to big you up love <laughs> so if, if if people want to get hold of you to uh, help plan their wedding how are they going to get hold of you um so all social media i'm on twitter i'm on instagram i'm on facebook natalie Solanke weddings um and then again because i'm at jimmy's farm um representing them at the moment you can find them uh, jimmy's farm weddings on instagram um jimmy's farm hq they've got on facebook and instagram as well and that's all animal things and they post a few things about weddings but yeah if you, if you look on instagram jimmy's farm wedding page yeah um, some images there um but yeah even if it's just somewhere that you need to come and meet and then you've got some questions about your own wedding planning you know i can help at any point so you may really have it all planned you may just want someone on the day um but yeah any help you need just get in contact we're happy to help yeah i mean jimmy's farmhouse is a licensed venue for as, as natalie said in the in the roundhouse however you really, really want a celebrant-led ceremony there. Because <laughs> I, yeah. I will be able to take you into the woods. Hey. <laughs> but you can do both. I mean, I've, I've done quite a few ceremonies there of, of late where they've done the legal ceremony first and then had the celebrant-led ceremony afterwards. So you can combine yeah. the two or just have one, you know, registrar or celebrant. Um, isn't it? It's so flexible. It is. It's brilliant. I love working there. It's yeah. just so flexible to the couple of what they want. Yeah. Um, food that they want it's all farm to fork yeah i mean i i can go on and yeah. on and yeah. on but it you know and at the moment as well with the farming um side of things as well it's very different after the, i don't want to say the b word brexit mm. um, and there's one thing i will say is that there is a petition at the moment if you go into jimmy's page and mm. um, government's looking at um lowering the food standards so mm. if you're passionate about um the food that you eat where it comes from um definitely sign the petition because they're going to be allowing foods that are you know genetically modified higher salt higher fat and i think this country has worked too hard yeah. to go especially on that side of things okay. because i work on now and i think i need to say that for sure uh, i'm heading over there as soon as we finish uh, recording this yeah um and, and i can i can second in i've had several meals at the farm and it's like I mean, if if you like your meat, <laughs> sorry vegetarians, but if you like your meat, it is oh my god, the food is just amazing. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, we cater for everybody, yeah. vegan, vegetarian. Yeah. yeah, but I'm talking, I'm talking about the meat. <laughs> All the food is amazing, but the meat is. You can tell it's been raised in a loving environment it's it's just beautiful 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 food and i say um the sh the chef there top chef uh, andrew he was uh, he was my first ceremony at the farm so it's been brilliant yeah it's been brilliant to see um talk to him every time i go in there and hear about how the family's grown and stuff like that and it's like yeah and he comes up to me and when i'm chatting to couples then he says oh you've got to use her she's brilliant she did mine i think yay <laughs> You know what i really miss everyone yeah, I miss yeah. Everyone. and i think as um people that work solely a lot of the time like i'm behind a laptop or behind a phone a lot of the time i do this year i've missed the interaction with people yeah. i've missed i've missed it i've missed my meetings i've missed my menu tastings i've missed 
sort of having a really random conversation about Tottenham with a, like someone from a, at a wedding, like an uncle. You know, it's those things that make a wedding enjoyable. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so I think when I do meet couples on my show rounds, it's a bit like... Blah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Humans! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, oh, but, one of the one of the things we never spoke about, actually, just talking about human contact, is how how are you juggling work with family? Because I know you've got twins. Uh, yeah, three year old twins. Yeah, um, juggling. Yeah, <laughs> juggling. It's been really difficult, actually, um, but we got through it. Yeah, we were getting through it. They're now they're now back at nursery, and I know there's a lot of people out there that are sort of holding back their children and things like that but mother half he's worked the whole time yeah so it's been very difficult there's only been one me against two kids yeah. so whilst everything else i mean once you know everybody did get you know furloughed or not working um i had couples that i had to look after hmm. so there's no way that i'm going to go silent on couples that you know hmm. booked a wedding with you who need help at this time communication is key as i said before um it's quite difficult when somebody wants to have a conversation and you've got some three-year-old kids <laughs> it's just never professional is it but i think it's it's opened your eyes to flexible working yeah that's a whole new a whole new aspect isn't it and yeah. and the reason like i said i came out of you know weddings in and out i mean i was in the job beforehand and it wasn't flexible Whereas weddings are at weekends and during the week, and there's the, you can you can really work your family around it. So I'm in a very fortunate position to be able to balance that right yeah. throughout. But yeah, they went back to nursery as soon as. Peace yeah. <laughs> <he> shall reign. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as long as everybody stays, you know, safe, hand washing. You know, it's very difficult to socially distance three-year-olds, and I totally get that. There is a risk still there, but as, as long as I'm taking precautions as well, then there should be no issues. Awesome. Awesome. On that, it's been brilliant chatting to you. Thank you so much for joining me today. And um, I can't wait to get back to down to the farm and see you. I, I might have to tag on when you do your next show round. I might just have to come down just to have another look <laughs> and remind yes. myself of what the farm looks like. <laughs> so we'll see we'll see and the potting shed is open as well so if you want to come get some plants yeah yeah Yeah. we can okay okay cool thank you very much for joining me and uh we'll chat soon (laughs) thank you bye bye that was the awesome natalie solanke and that interview was recorded just before the farm reopened the zoo area and for business so let me know if you go down to the farm And if you meet Steve McQueen, and if he's actually still escaping, I'm hoping he's quite happy to see lots of people down there. Join me again soon. Take care.